David? Mike, at the, this stage with what you've seen from Tyron Smith, are you optimistic that he'll be able to go this Sunday? Um, you know, I, I've had a bunch of things going on this morning. I haven't had a chance to visit with him personally. Um, but, I mean, he'll go through the uh, mock game today. The goal, as I stated on Wednesday, was for him to get three days of practicing. Um, and that was kind of the threshold we want to get past. So if he goes tomorrow, we'll hopeful that he'll go on Sunday. How did it look so far? Looks good. No, I mean, he felt good. I spoke to him right after practice. You know, he felt good about his work, his workload yesterday. With another game coming so quickly after this, does that factor in at all? Or is it just if you can go this Sunday, you go and we'll go from there? I mean, we've had those conversations. Uh, but you know, I think it's like anything. Uh, you, you can be too strategic when it comes to these. I, I just think when players are healthy and you know especially you know Tyron he's been doing this a long time uh, no one knows his body better than he does so um, and that's all part of the decision making process what the, the last couple of years of being around him what were, what were your impressions of Amari before you got here and what have you learned about him since you've been here well I mean you always respected you know Amari from when he when he came out I mean he's a you know, prototype Receiver that can you know he can play any position you know he he can play the speed game his his lateral quickness is him and Devontae Adams or the Joe Horn or the guys that I think they're you know exceptional you know his ability to at the line of scrimmage is is top notch uh, so you know and then he has the finishing speed you know he has the size he has the strength so I mean he has all the attributes you're looking for in a receiver. You know, he was talking going to camp about wanting to lose weight going into this year and, and emphasizing that part of his game. Can you talk about the transition from where he was last year to where he is now? Do you believe it's been beneficial? Um, I think two things. Number one, I think as, as players get more and more comfortable in, in their career, they, you know, they find a better weight, you know, uh, you know, where they are at different, you know, you know, different parts of their career. And I think he's, you know, probably recognized that. I, and also, I think we've got to be realistic. You know, the pandemic, you know, last year was, was you know, that was my first experience being around him. So, um, but he's, you know, clearly lighter than he was last year. And, uh, you know, I think it's helped him a bunch. You looking at making a change at left guard this week? Well, I'll just say this, you know, starting lineups, we'll, we'll deal with that. But both corners will play in the game. Is that difficult just because you, because of the crowd noise and now you're you, you, you. Well, I mean, that's part of yeah that's a good point that's part of the conversations you know we talk about continuity in here right. a lot you know but also you gotta you gotta recognize you know performance and you know you know Connor McGovern's done some really good things and you know Connor Williams has also done a lot of good things with the penalties has has been a challenge and uh, you know they're uh, you know they're watching him frankly I mean it seems like he's. Being officiated a little tighter than, than than you just you know he's he's had too many penalties. Mike, when you say Connor, both Connors will play the game. Connor McGovern will play wide receiver, tight end, center, no, wide and receiver, whatever. But Boy, are you saying know. that that you could use two guys at left guard? We can, uh, yeah, we we can we can play uh, as many different ways as possible. So Connor Williams reprised Connor McGovern's role as fullback. <laughs> I'm not, you're, I mean, you're asking me scheme questions. I, I really don't want to get into that. Thank you. Well, probably well, time to take a break here, right? <laughs> Next week comes uh, the, the tragedy of losing Marcus and things like that. How have your strength coaches 
carried on his legacy, you think, and how important are those guys to, to your team? Oh, I mean, they're extremely important. I mean, you know, you, you look at your strength conditioning staff, your trainers, your and your equipment staff, they, they touch the football team more than anybody. So... Uh, Marcus Paul had a, a, a very close relationship with a lot of our players. You know, it was a big part of, you know, the direction, um, you know, of change that was brought here last year. Uh, so I mean, his presence is still felt. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we have a we have a, a daily GPS meeting. Uh, Harold, Harold Nash and Britt Bryan and I, and, and there's, you know, there's not too many days go by where you know Marcus's name isn't isn't mentioned. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it's. I'm sure Tuesday will be fresh on everybody's mind. Understanding that that day wasn't about you, but but you're at the top of the organization. Was that one of the more difficult days you've gone through as a head coach and knowing what to do, how do I interact, what do I do here, do I talk to them, do I let them go, do I mean, just where did that stand, I guess? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't, I hope no one has to go through another day, you know, a day like that. Yeah, that that's, uh, you know, I, I walked in the in the door that morning with Marcus. You know, about ten after six, and we had checked in at the front desk. You know, with our with our COVID protocol together, and he he'd forgot his uh, phone in his in his truck. So, and then you know, then it then it happened shortly after seven. So, um, yeah, it, it was uh, you know a day of it was just you know you trust your your instincts and and it's and it's. Um, it was uh, very difficult, and so I think as far as decision making and, and what to do and how to do it, uh, you know, we just we just kept the focus of everybody, particularly firstly his family, and um, like I said, it was a very difficult day. I guess in that situation when you're, it's just especially like that, where 40 minutes later you're dealing with something you had no idea. I mean, you just yeah. there's in some ways there's no right or wrong in that situation, right? You just have to react and let everyone kind of. Well, react. I think so, and, and you know, I, you know, I think Britt Brown and, and Jim Maurer, and, and just you know the way it was handled, you know, I think everybody did everything they possibly you know could, and um, so yeah, it was yeah decision making wise, I, I think we did the best we could. Obviously, playbook, but you had a similar situation somewhere else where another player passed away. How did you? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, that was, uh, you know, very difficult, you know, back there in 2005, you know, in Denver, in the, in the locker room. So, um, yeah, it's it, those are experiences that you know you'll never forget. I mean, they definitely leave an impact on on, on you as a and everybody involved. So uh, I just think, like anything, you, you just stay true to what's the most important, you know, part of that that, that situation. It's the individual, and and that's. Really, all you can focus on at that moment. Coaches and players are always compartmentalizing. I mean, that seems like the the ultimate example of, of, of having to do that. I mean, having a game coming up so quickly and you wanting to honor someone fully, but could you really honor fully in that moment? And well, I think the biggest thing is you know you, you go from Tuesday to Thursday. It's you know, it wasn't about the game. You know, everything everything involving Marcus was was so much bigger than the game, and you know, and particularly the you know the day of the game, Thanksgiving, and you know the, the emotions that that were wrapped into that. Um, and and I think you saw just the way the game was played. You know, I, I think our players came out there and with tremendous you know energy and intent, and um, you know, and then 
you know, it, it faded away from us. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's um, you know, it's a it, it's an experience that will always be with me. You know, so um, and I hope I don't ever have to draw from that experience again. Will you recognize it in any way with the players next week, or you would just let everyone kind yeah, of? Yeah, I think we should talk about that next week. You know, if, if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.